This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 36 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, I am once again here along for the ride while Ethan reviews the September 17th show in Santa Clarita, California at the Santa Clarita Performing Arts Center from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Weird Al you don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Well, hey, Dave. Thanks for joining me for this review. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm excited to be back and hear all about your adventures in Santa Clarita. Again, as I mentioned, I wasn't at this show. This is another Ethan-only show. Out yes. In, although you weren't alone out there, there were other people there at the show. But no, you know, for no. our, our purposes of our, <laughs> of our uh, episodes, this is an Ethan only show because yeah. I was not there. But That's I'm going right. to hear all about it. Yes. <laughs> but there were yeah, there was like 890 other people there. But yes. None oh of wow, them, cool. None of them co-host the podcast <laughs> with me. <laughs> um, yeah. So prior to going, uh, I had no idea anything about Santa Clarita except that there's a Netflix show called Santa Clarita Diet. And it's apparently huh. about zombies or cannibals or... Wow. I think it's Jeez. Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. So I, I don't know anything about it. Um, <laughs> but I, I... Spoiler alert, I did not encounter, as far as I know, any zombies or uh, cannibals or anything like that. <laughs> um, and I like I guess, that you qualified that with as far as you know. Who knows? I mean, I met a lot of people. They could have been <laughs> cannibals and or zombies. <laughs> they could have been tacky and they could have been bit by a zombie and they didn't tell me. They could have. They could have. <laughs> so actually, before I get any further, um, there's a big thing I forgot to mention. And I don't know how I forgot <laughs> to mention it um, uh, from episode 36 centimeter nope oh 35 from, centimeter thank you dave i it's uh it's been a long time in california i uh, <laughs> i guess i was around too much uh uh you know uh sunshine sunshine and frying uh, your brain frying my brain maybe my maybe brain you did get bit. maybe you did get bit by a zombie it's possible right that's very possible so 35 centimeter um at the show in temecula um, I, for the review, I forgot to mention our good friend Stardraw123. Um, she is amazing. She's an amazing artist. Um, I met her in person at the LA show and we forgot to take a picture. Um, I think because we wanted a picture of the two of us with her, Dave. And then right, you yeah. weren't there. We could, so, and then we like lost her. We couldn't find her. Um, so I was like, I'm definitely getting a picture with you. So. <laughs> Uh, cool. The other big thing is the reason she got tickets to the show was um, she had a, a mix-up with her VIP situation um, at the other one. So I, I, I helped her figure it out, and I, I helped her um, get connected to the right people at CID. And sh so she was able to go to VIP uh, at Temecula, and she had an awesome time. And, like, she walked Santa up. Clarita. Oh, Temecula. Temecula, yeah. Now you're confused. <laughs> But it was really cool because she walked up and she's like, hey, I'm Stardraw. And both JW and Al like recognized her from Instagram oh, and her awesome sweet. work. Um, and if you've seen uh, the people listening, if you've seen our um, 
My Little Pony uh, joke sticker where it's like Dave and I getting hugged by Cheese Sandwich. Uh, <laughs> she is the incredible artist behind that. Um, and she yes. also did those animated um, Dice Equilibrium videos when uh, Dice was doing the, um, I guess, the the whole series with Bermuda. So she, she does a lot of really cool stuff. So um, I was really happy. I was actually sitting a few rows behind her. And uh, I got to meet her, I got to meet her mom, and I got to meet, I believe, her sister. Um, and uh, it was really great. It was really nice. We did take a picture together, and it oh, came okay, out kind of awkward. We both agreed oh. <laughs> it was awkward. And then we wanted to take another one, but it just didn't happen. So, oh, no. <laughs> so we do have a picture, technically, but I don't know if either of us will ever want to show people. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I'll, I'll leave that to her. Spicy. I'll leave that to spicy. her. Um, no, uh, but yeah. uh, big shout out to StarDraw123. Highly recommended yeah. uh, to check out uh, all of her amazing work over on Instagram. And um, so I want to get that out of the way because after we stopped recording 35 centimeter, I was like, oh, my God, how did I forget this? Um, <laughs> but. Um, oh, yes. So cool. So awesome. Yes, I, I do remember running into Stardraw in Los Angeles. And yes, you were not there at the time. Yeah, so, yes, I think we, we never did. We, we both never did ran into her picture. separately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We never did get that picture, but uh, I'm glad. At least you got something. You got something, sort of a picture. <laughs> yeah. <with her>. Okay. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> I, right. I guess we'll still have to figure out how to get both of us together, or all three of us together right. in a picture at some point. <laughs> um, okay. So just to cleanse the palette and get us back to 36, yes. I'm going to do a, uh, a Coke Zero solo. Ooh. So just to, you know, just to keep us, you know, on track. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was a ah yeah, that was a, a good one. It's kind of shooted up and hit me in the head, um, <laughs> <laughs> as a good Coke Zero, Zero solo should. <laughs> yeah, it's on my glasses. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay, so hope you can read your notes. I well, luckily, um, I was not in uh, a row at the end of the alphabet. I was in row A, so. Um, oh, okay. It was not <laughs> the front row, but it was very close. at least. Yeah, I can see it very, very well. My notes are much easier to read. Um, <laughs> so, no disclaimer necessary for this one. So let's uh, let's talk about. Um, it was uh, my crew for for a lot of these shows. Of course, um, was UH Jeff Nucera, um, Adriana, and Scott Sorensen. So um, the four of us we headed up to Santa Clarita after work and um, it was one of the closer shows so it might have been the closest show to where Jeff lives and um, it's also where uh, Adriana who is from Michigan but she moved out to California when she was in college for college she went to college in Santa Clarita so she was really familiar with the area so she's like we have to go to this place called Saugus Cafe and we're like, okay. So <laughs> we went and we had um, uh, the greatest um, waitress ever. She was so hilarious because she was just super sarcastic and just was just having fun and joking around. And, and uh, we were just, you know, being sarcastic right back to her. And it was just, it was really fun. The food was really great. Um, a couple of them got uh, Mama's homemade rhubarb pie at the end of the oh. meal. Um, and, uh, some fr- deep fried Oreos and it was just, it was good. And, um, and the, the waitress's name was Carol, but she was not drunk and it was not drunk Carol. From... Oh, was not drunk Carol from <laughs> Webster, Massachusetts. <No. laughs> it's a different Carol. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was really oh, nice. We gosh. had, we had a good time there. 
Um, and that's Defi- where- definitely recommend people going back and listening to I think it's episode thirty centimeter for just all about drunk Carol. Yeah, I believe it is. Or it might not be. No, I think yeah, it's there. Oh yeah. Whatever it is, it's the episode for Webster, Massachusetts. Definitely go back and listen to, for <laughs> Indian Ethan's, Ranch. Yeah, yeah, Indian Ranch. It, you listen to Ethan, Ethan's and our special guest Alexis Adams' story all about Drunk Carol. <laughs> it, it's it is incredible. <laughs> but yes, you'd had not Drunk Carol waitress. You had Waitress Carol. Waitress Carol. Uh, sarcastic Waitress Carol. Sarcastic. Um, <laughs> love it. And so I guess this was uh, where she would go when she was in college, Adriana. So. She knew it was a good cool. place, and uh, they had a big sign out front that said "20 open twenty four seven And so originally, like we're like we we're kind of stuffed. I actually didn't end up getting any dessert because I was totally stuffed. But they they were like, "Can we just come back after the concert to get the dessert?" And she's like, "Oh no, we're not open twenty four hours." We're like, "But the sign." <laughs> so, uh, PSA: Saugus Cafe in Santa Clarita no longer twenty four seven. Um, so let's see. Uh, so we weren't very far from the venue, um, but we were going there early to catch Jeopardy because we have Mr. Um, I wrote all the questions with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets US us Jeff. special perks. Uh, so we went in and, um, uh, the one very striking thing is that the Jeopardy board was set up on the opposite side. I'm used to the Jeopardy board being on the left from the audience on Jim's oh, side, yeah. but it was on Steve's side. So I don't know why oh. they did that. Huh, interesting. But it, it, was, it was unique. So then um, I usually give you the uh, the final Jeopardy question, Dave. This one was a, a right. tough one. Um, okay. Be, it, it was extra tough because I misheard the question a little bit. Oh, no. That's um, really tough. <laughs> yeah, that makes it a lot worse. But <laughs> I was able to figure out what the question really said and get the answer right. And no one on stage got it right. So I, I am correct. Jeff knew the answer because he wrote it. Um, so okay. is it, are you giving me, are you reading me the correct one or the one that way you heard it? Uh, I'm reading the corrected one. So you'll have a okay. better, easier chance. <laughs> um, so what is the parody on the self-titled album that, in addition to the checks on the mail, has the line checks in the mail. Oof. Ah. It's kind of a rough one, but but knowing that it's on the, the self-titled album, that was the part that I didn't realize. I thought they just, they said, um, I thought JW was saying, like, the, the self-titled album has the song, the checks in the mail. I didn't realize he was saying that it also includes... Um, this answer so or this question so i don't know if you want to take a stab dave i know you're I'm on thinking the spot. about it i'm thinking oh you know what i think i know it okay i think i know it are you cheating it's <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not looking up lyrics or anything don't worry okay no it's a it's a uh, stop dragging my car around i yes. think has yep the checks in the mail i think that there's a a gonna get the lyrics wrong but the lyrics something like that you know he's uh he's yelling at the person who's who's towing his uh, car away and saying, yes exactly. don't tow it away the checks in the mail something yep. to that effect yep you got it right all right it took me a while so i had to think but yeah i don't know if i would I, you know what I, I definitely noticed that before which is probably why i i uh 
it just it took me a while to think of the name of the song. Yeah. I could hear yeah, it in my cool. head. I could hear him saying, the check's in the mail, I swear, or whatever the line is. Uh, right, but right. but it, once I once I was able to understand that it was on the self-titled album, I was able to narrow it down pretty quick. Um, that is a tough one, though. That's I, a tough uh, one, right? That is a tough one. Especially a- up on, I mean, we know, because we've both been up on stage for uh, Weird Al Jeopardy, uh, that the... <laughs> you're on the spot. You're, you're JW the, has the audience... The Singing nah, yeah. nah, nah, and then now he yeah. he's been having people quack, so it's like quack 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 oh, quack shit. quack. It's like it's you got like, you got like thir- <laughs> you get you got like thirty seconds or whatever to to think of this thing, and and you time pressure, and yeah, you know it's not as easy as it looks sitting in the audience or you know right. The comfort of your quarterback yeah. from uh, from home hearing it on Dave and Ethan's 2000 Weird Out podcast, where you can pause the episode and think about it. Right. <laughs> but I, yeah, I was happy yeah. that I got it right because I've been not doing super great on, on some of these final <laughs> jeopardies, um, but I was doing pretty well on um, on these answers. Um, so let's see. Um, I don't know. It was F. I guess it was after Jeopardy. I don't know if it was. Um, maybe it was before Jeopardy. I can't remember. But um, we went to see Marnie. Of course, you know that's the first stop uh, when you go to the venue. It must have been before Jeopardy. And what was really unique is they were selling the Word Crimes notebooks. Um, oh. So those are of course those red spiral notebooks where it has a little like uh, elastic strap and it comes with a little pen so those were um usually fifteen dollars when they used to be on the tour and for sale on the website but they were only 10 bucks so i used the opportunity to grab a couple um because those are just they're they're useful at least they're like a a thing that you could use one day although i don't know if i'll (laughs) ever like (laughs) deface my weird owl notebook but i have the option to now because i have some extras i Um, gotcha and she told me that uh the shoelaces the shoe they're officially called shoelace one which is the dare to be stupid and the um ridiculously self-indulgent uh tour uh shoelaces those that pack was selling really well and was just about sold out and they were not making oh wow so she said these are almost sold out and that was enough for me to buy them, <laughs> even though I already have them and I haven't opened them. But <laughs> I told Marty, like, you can just tell me something's you, selling out and I'll buy it. And, you know, I'll like... say, you, you, you're the type of person who cannot refuse a sale of any sort. Or or a uh, an urgency of, <laughs> right. of anything. So, yeah, I had to buy them at full price. Um, but the Shoelace 2, which is the, um, it has the bob and it has... Uh, what is it? The Craigslist is the other one. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even like opened. <laughs> now I'm curious. Um, uh, those I guess barely have sold. So, um, ah, in comparison, well, at least. Uh, I'm, I'm. I know we still have to do our follow up episode about the merchandise, but you know that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I think I, I, may, I think I may have said it at the time that that of the two, the the I felt that the dare to be stupid, um, you know, vanity tour combination was uh, going to be the more popular of the two. Although I still 
<laughs> don't know why anyone would buy shoelaces, but maybe I'm not the target audience for that. I don't think we are at all. I was right. It is uh, so. It says Bob, go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog, and then it says, "I'll order my soy decaf hazelnut latte in just a couple of seconds." You know, mm. right? Um, so that's what the the two that are not yet sold out. So if you okay. are still in the market for those, they are still available. <laughs> last I heard, um, okay. So after Jeopardy, I ran into a guy, Justin, who's a fan of the podcast. So it was really nice to meet nice. him and get to Hi, sh- Justin. shower him in, in wooden nickels and stickers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, we just had some time to kill. So um, we just sort of found a, a spot uh, kind of away from everyone and just kind of were hanging out. And it was, uh, it was really nice. We just were... Chilling and, and chatting and just kind of enjoying Gilling and chilling. Yeah, we're gilling and chilling. That's right. Nice. Um, nice. So then it was time for the concert. And write it. Uh, it was an 8 o'clock show. So that means the show started at... <laughs> 7.58. That's right. <laughs> before you get, before I know, before you even get into the show starting, I want to make sure that uh, we take care of some podcast business and that you've uh, picked out oh, uh, crap. a song for me. Uh, now, again, I've not been to this concert. I've not looked at the set list. So I have no idea what's coming. I'm going to base my choice. every every For those, anybody who maybe is first time listening or hasn't caught on yet, that I always uh, will have a song of the night. I've been doing that uh, probably on all my all the concert reviews, but definitely all the concert reviews this, uh, this tour. I uh, pick out a song of the night, my favorite song of the night. It comes with a cool theme song and uh, everything <laughs> written by Zeb Lemke. Uh, usually but yes, the, I pick... Uh... The, the the song of the night is based on the lighting during the show. <laughs> May, so, not always, not always, but so, sometimes. it's it, There's uh, many reasons why I may go for a song of the night, and uh, Ethan tries to guess what my song of the night is going to be, and he's usually pretty good. He, he he's definitely uh, knows me pretty well, so he usually can pick it out, though you know, he has missed a few here and there, but he definitely, uh, I think he's definitely... More than fifty percent easily of, of, of picking out the right choice, but e- even for shows I don't go to, we're keeping this tradition alive. So uh, while Ethan's flipping through his notes trying to figure out uh, which of the songs I would pick if I was there, and uh, again, like I said, I haven't seen the set list and I haven't seen Ethan's notes, and I don't know what's coming, and uh, kind of base my choice entirely off of uh, Ethan's description of. The concert and my imagination. <laughs> you picked out oh. something yet over there, Ethan? Yeah, there's there's two that I'm sort of between. Um, All so right, let's... he's narrowed it down to two. So, spoiler alert: we know there's at least two songs. Well, performed. Gosh darn it! You're right. Um, <laughs> so, I'll just take a, a little guess here and uh, write one down. I don't know why okay. I write it down. I mean, I could just keep it in my head, but. Well, it's it's, it's written it's down for, you know, and folded up. <laughs> the audit purposes, at some point, we may get audited by the That's Canadian true. Broadcast Podcast Commission, whatever their, their official Although name is. I did is. throw out the one um, from 35 centimeters. So. <laughs> I got it wrong, though, so I guess I wouldn't lie about getting it wrong. <laughs> Spoiler if you haven't listened to 35 yet. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, you got your choice. All right. All right. Now you can go. Well, 758. Well, before we get there, Dave. Oh, 
now that wow, we even got to 758. <laughs> Still 757. All right. Um, I just wanted to mention uh, one thing else about Jeopardy. Um, there was, uh, I don't know if they, there was a mistake or they were just really goofing around, but the amount of fog that was on during Jeopardy was insane. Like, enough wow. that you could not see the stage at certain points of Jeopardy. They would. Of Jeopardy? Really? Yeah. So they had fog? the fog machines going, and I guess just like kind of as a joke, like, you know, when, when JW does like an announcement or at the end, like All Rise or whatever, they just. It was so much you could not see anything on stage <laughs> until it dissipated. Wow. So that was really funny. Um,. All right, so 7.58, J.W. pops on stage and, uh, again, introduces the Emo Phillips exposure uh, instead uh-huh. of experience. And uh, Emo came out, this time uh, with his Harlequin outfit, which was the first time I saw it on this oh, nice. uh, trip. And uh, he came out at 7.59. And um, one very... Um, unique thing happened uh during emo we don't usually talk about um emo stuff but this was like a a, a very unique um okay you know how he has the letters emo like usually up resting on uh some piece of equipment or whatever um he was just in the middle of his set the m fell over (laughs) a huge loud bang because those are heavy pieces of metal he didn't yeah. bump it, and it just randomly fell over. So I'm not sure what it was, um, but it was a loud bang, mm. and Emo stopped in the middle of whatever he was doing, and he went over to, like, fix it, and then he stopped. And he's like, oh, I, can't, I shouldn't fix that. That could be a stage union violation. <laughs> 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 so he left it like that the rest of the set. And um, <clears throat> I have some very... Um, severe news to report, Dave. This is... Uh-oh. I hope you're sitting down. I hope you you don't have Coke Zero in your mouth because you will spit it out when you hear <gasps> that the yellow square, which you call the green square, is officially gone. It is missing. It is not there what? anymore. What? Oh, it, no. It has been removed. It has been replaced. I don't know what went on. I don't know uh, what kind of tomfoolery, what kind of hooliganism has taken place. Um, but it is not there. So I'm really sad to report that. Um, I looked extra hard and I, it was not there. Oh, Oh, that breaks my heart. (sighs) Yes. So very sorry to say the tradition. I mean, that tradition goes back to the, the strings attached to it. I know. I know. Well, so I, I was heartbroken when I saw that. Um, very sad. Now we'll never know whether it was yellow or green. I think, you know, the, um, the the square i think that's what usually supported the m and i think that's why it fell <laughs> <laughs> uh so emo went a little bit long he went uh i, I wrote either 832 or 833 um he went until uh so good okay. set um so we were in row a but it was uh there was also like a a couple little like pit kind of seats before us so gotcha. technically yep. we were row 3 uh over okay. on jim's side and um, Al and, well, not Al, but the, the show, the music portion of the evening started right at 849. Mm. And, 16, um, 16 or 17 minute break. Yeah. Seems to be about on par. Yeah. So it's about on par. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially because Emo went a little uh, longer than normal. So the show started with Fun Zone. Oh, cool. Okay. 
That's why I rolled myself back and didn't say it. Al started. Because <laughs> Al was not on stage for Fun Zone. Al um, was not on stage. Okay, yes, of course. But um, Al did come out, of course. And um, he uh, he was wearing a shirt, which um, I decided to name The Sauce. Um, <laughs> okay. Because to me, it looked like Italian pasta sauce. <laughs> Did it have anything to do with the Norm sauce that we talked about on the last episode? It may have to do with Norm sauce, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sauce um, looked like pasta. Okay. Well. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I just am reading that description and <laughs> trying to relive it in the my brain. Sauce. So I'm as confused as you and the listeners are. Uh, <laughs> so well, hopefully, right hopefully after somebody can understand that. <laughs> All that matters is that Jared Marker, a.k.a. Weird Al Prince on Instagram, understands that. That's all that matters. That's right. Uh, so right after Fun Zone, Al comes out and went right into Close But No Cigar. Mm. And uh, as you know, uh, we always, um, or at least I always, track the number of uh, Vibra Slaps <laughs> for Close But No Cigar. <laughs> right. And this was very bizarre. Um, Al... You know how he starts with one? He starts the song with a, a vibra slap. He yeah. missed it. Missed <laughs> like, it. He went to slap it, but he didn't hit it. <laughs> so the, what? <laughs> so it didn't. How count. How did you do that? I don't know, but it didn't count. So I didn't count that one. Um, but still, even with the missed opening vibra slap, Al did seventeen. So I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Normally it's like seventeen, including that first one, but there were seventeen with the missed one, not included. So I don't know what's going on. He made it up somewhere else. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I really maybe he's free. Maybe he's free to vibra slap. Maybe he's just free to vibra slap whenever he wants. I know. Yeah, but the thing is, I've been watching it very closely, and sometimes it's fifteen, sometimes it's sixteen, right? Sometimes it's seventeen. But right. I feel like I know when he's going to do it every time. It's like, oh, okay, here it comes. And then he does it. So I don't know where the difference is, <laughs> Dave. It's very I bizarre. Don't know. <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like Al's doing it just to mess with me at this point. Must be, right? <laughs> he, yes, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, before, um, you, before you go, I want to, I mean, let's just, I just want to set the stage here. And you may talk about this later, but... Uh, it, on the last episode, in the last couple episodes, uh, unfortunately, Steve J was not there. But fortunately, his uh, son Miles J was filling in. So I just wanted a, an update: Is uh, Miles still still there? Yes, Miles was okay. there for Fun Zone and the rest of the concert. Okay. Um, and coming up, Al actually addresses it. So I'll. Um, okay. Um, Great. So after close window cigar, Al says. Uh, oh, how you doing? Uh, how you guys doing? What a thrill to be in Santa Clarita. He said, this is the same town where they shot the last season of Reno 911. Oh. Um, so then he gave it up for emo. I don't remember what he said. Probably um, the airborne <laughs> droplets or so. It, it was something right. that I've heard so many times. I just didn't even write it down. Uh, <laughs> I just wrote emo. Um, so then um, Al said, Steve J is not here because of medical there reasons. Yep. He needs to rest. Um, <laughs> he said, uh, so his son, Miles J, it, you know, is here filling in for him. 
And then he said, none of my other bandmates reproduced, so they aren't allowed to get sick. (laughs) Fair enough. I love that. (laughs) Such a great line. (laughs) So then Al said, well, last night we played Temecula. And after the show, I was checking Twitter and some guy tweeted, I'm so disappointed. I left 30 minutes before the end of the show because he didn't play any songs that I know. And so Al, you know, uh, of Mm. course, said that uh, he's going to be playing some very unpopular songs, including this one. And they went right into Lame Claim to Fame. And, uh, you know, I was really noticing, especially sitting up close, uh, that Al had some very uh, unique and fun faces that he was making throughout <laughs> Lame Claim to Fame. So it's always nice getting to uh, um, be up close. Right. <laughs> so then um, uh, Al said this next song features the former lead singer of Menudo. <laughs> Points oh. to Ruben. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And then says, isn't he so cute and cuddly? And then I was sort of waiting for for um, for Ruben to start. And he was sort of refusing to start, I think, because he was mad about what Al said. Um, and then wow. Al said, can you please perform the task for which you're getting paid? And uh, Ruben oh. started playing, of course, and went into, why does this always happen to me? Ah, Very Ruben-centric song. And... Um, I, I, I always watch Jim during this song now because I'm so fascinated that he's there. Um, he's not playing guitar. He's just doing right. the, the background. But he holds the guitar and he has his hands wrapped around the strings so they don't make any noise. So I'm not yeah. sure why he doesn't just put it down. Maybe he just likes holding it or um, more comfortable just yeah. doing that. But it could, um, Yeah, could be could be a comfort thing. Maybe he's just, yeah. Comfortable being behind the guitar. But it's, it's weird, too, because uh, we've pointed this out on other episodes, but there are songs that that Jim performs where he, he does not, you know, he does not play the guitar. He's not holding the, the guitar. So it's odd that it's right. It happens that, you know, why does this always happen to me? It seems to be a song that he likes to hold the guitar. For. Yeah. Why does this always happen to Jim? I need to know. I don't know. <laughs> Inquiring minds like mine want to know, Dave. I don't know. That's that's a question. That well, is a good yeah, question. We got to ask Jim. Um, yeah, I have to follow up. At I want, yeah, I like, on that one. I could come up with reasons. They don't necessarily make sense. Like maybe right. if something, maybe it's a backup. Like if you know, Ruben's <laughs> keyboard goes out, you can play that part on the guitar. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so after why does it always? Uh, why does this always happen to me? Al picks up the accordion. He says, well, I usually save this for the end of the show, but I can tell you guys are getting antsy. And he called for a drum solo. And then for, I think, the fourth show in a row, Bermuda played my drum solo. Yeah. And Al goes, oh, (laughs) Al was not happy. My drum solo. Um, And uh, after my drum solo, they went right into When I Was Your Age. Um, Oh, okay. Which... um, you know, it was great. Um, I don't think I'd heard it yet, uh, this little leg. And um, the one thing I noticed is, just like Jeopardy, there was a lot of fog uh, going by. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went back and mentioned it, because when I was flipping through reading the songs, I saw this note, and I was like, oh, I should probably... Because I wrote like Jeopardy, so I had to set up the right. stage for you, Dave. 
Um, <laughs> gotcha. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I I had decided that the fog wasn't necessary to mention initially, but because it made a call, but I made a callback to it in the notes. I figured I should. Uh, right, <laughs> just explaining. My, right, and uh, uh, Frank, Frank, Frank is telling me that he checked, uh, he checked the spreadsheet, the 2022 Weird Al Vanity Tour song tracker, and uh, yes, this is the first time that you heard when I was your age on this little leg of the okay, the uh, California. I'm, I'm not going crazy, and that's not even a <laughs> a super rare song, is it? Uh, I don't know. Let's ask Frank to look that up. Oh, Frank. Frank says it was play- Frank says it was played our intern Frank says it was played 47.22% of the time as of this recording. Yeah, I mean so like a fifth oh, that's pretty much one in two shows. So pretty interesting that yeah. over four shows I only heard it one time. Um so far. We'll see if maybe he played it multiple right. times this concert <laughs> the rest of us if the rest of the set list is when i was your age that's going to be dave's pick of the night guaranteed which one though <laughs> the fourth time he played it <laughs> um so uh elsa's not sure if this news made its way to santa clarita uh but um you know he mentioned that he has a new movie coming out daniel radcliffe uh, he said, TIFF is happening right now, and there's lots of Oscar buzz. And mm, uh, so nice. uh, mentioned the new song, and there was both drums and guitar before Al, uh, you know, <laughs> shut it down. And he's like, oh, I wish I could, but I can't. You know, I'd get in so much trouble. I don't know why I even oh. brought it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't imagine how, uh, how upset people are. I guess the first time we heard him do that, we were a little upset. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, yeah, but uh, I got the joke. <laughs> he did that joke. Yes. Didn't he do that with um, the Hamilton polka? Um, yes, he, he, something similar with yeah. the Hamilton polka. I was just thinking about that earlier today. I was thinking about the Hamilton polka because you did mention on episode 35 centimeter how uh, oh, yeah. there were people in the audience and, and one of the and they had written on the back of their Hawaiian shirts uh, their favorite songs and one of the people had Hamilton polka written on the back as their favorite song and I was just thinking about 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 that. Yeah, so. yeah that's so funny. <laughs> So Hamilton Al- Polka. Yes, he, he did something similar on the uh, vanity, the first Vanity Tour with the Hamilton Polka. What we know about oh, Al's yes. is Al's very frugal. If he has a funny joke, he's not going to waste it. He's going <laughs> to he's going to you know strip out one thing and put it in the other. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good joke. It is a good joke. It gets, gets a good audience reaction. <laughs> I think. I think the audience would. Of course, they would love to hear a new song, but I think they get. They they understand. Uh, <laughs> so, so um, what are we? <laughs> he uh, so he then played the uh, the title track for his first movie UHF. Um, oh, cool! Which All is right. good, and uh, it's always fun to see UHF. I, I know we always comment on the lights, and those are pretty much usually the same each time, but they're just they're so good with the yellow bars that spin around. Yes, yes, um, I, and. You know, prior to the 2018 Vanity Tour, I don't think they had ever played UHF Live, or if they did, it wasn't on a regular basis. So, um, or at least not for me, (laughs) at least since I've been going to shows. uh, I guess you could check me on that. But um, UHF has always been one of my favorite songs, so I always get so excited when I get to hear that live. Um, Mm. So... 
Then Al talked about how uh, he's got a, a you know very uh, family friendly image, and um, he you know he's he's proud to be the soundtrack for many family road trips. Um, and uh, he said you know, lots of food songs. They're rated G, and and uh, um, people think of me for. I guess I'm trying to think of what he said the context, but he said a lot of food songs. They're rated G. People think of him being squeaky clean. Um, but, uh, you wouldn't necessarily want a, a preschooler to listen to them unless they have a highly developed sense of irony. <laughs> I guess refuting the fact that they're rated G. It's like, right. they could listen to it, but they're not going to get it. Um, and then he said, uh, this tour, he noticed he has a lot of, uh, dark, twisted and horrifically violent songs like this one. And, uh. You want to guess, or are you looking at the answer? That, oh, I'm I'm not looking at the answer. Uh, but you, that's, uh, this is a pretty common intro. So, oh, geez, test your knowledge. <laughs> uh, this is the song. Jeez, oh, I'm blanking on the name of it. Good old days. I remember Larry. I remember Larry. Ah, that was close. <laughs> Wasn't close at all. <laughs> so during I remember Larry, which I guess. You know, Frank can check on this for me. Um, I don't think I had heard I Remember Larry at the last couple shows. So then I started thinking, wow, I'm getting a lot of different songs with Miles. Am I going to hear every regular rotating song with Miles? So that's when I started thinking about it. Um, So we'll see. Um, We'll We'll see. You're asking a lot of you're asking a lot of Frank here. You're asking a lot a lot of. uh... For Frank to look up well, a lot I, of information. I, I'll here. save Frank the time, and I will say that uh, the following concert, uh, at the beginning of the following concert for 30, wherever the next episode is, I had in mind that there were a couple songs that I wanted to hear to be able to do it. So it, it was not completed. Okay. I'll just save Frank that time for this episode. Well, that, all right. Well, 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 Frank is telling me. He's got two things to fo- two things to follow up on, and Frank told me that uh, yes, that this is the first time you had heard. I remember Larry on this leg of the uh, of your this California. You are Ethan only California leg of the yeah. uh, the show, and Frank is also telling me, reminding me because this sounded a little odd to me when you said it that uh, UHF had not been played. This is the first Vanity tour that had been played on. That is. Not a true fact because it was played 35 times on the 2018 Vanity Tour. That's what I was saying. That it wasn't played before the first Vanity Tour. Oh, I thought you were you wanted I, I Frank may to have... look up whether it was played on this this Vanity Tour for the first time. No. Yeah. Well, I meant then to say Frank's an idiot. I meant to say before the 2018 tour. <laughs> Uh, I may have misspoke, but that's that was my intention. I apologize, Frank. Actually, no. yes. The, Sorry, I don't apologize to Frank. I apologize yes, well, to everyone for apologizing <laughs> to Frank. Yes. So, 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 it, yeah. So, what you were saying was that UHF was played for the first time ever on the 2018 Vanity Tour, and that is correct. Yes. It was played for the first time ever in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, okay. So I was at on that show, March third. I was at that show, I believe. Um, but yeah, so I just love that song. But I also love I Remember Larry. And um, it was great. And uh, I did not hear any backwards messaging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Al put the accordion down and he called for 
a harpsichord solo. Oh, okay. We actually got a real harpsichord solo. A real solo harpsichord, solo, harpsichord <laughs> solo. And I heard... Called a, harpsichord solo. A very distinct El Maestro from the audience. And I do ah. know that uh, Shalimar was there. And I don't think I mentioned it, but I think I... Maybe... I saw her a few times throughout the night. So I, I don't think I wrote down the first time I saw her. But maybe before emo is when I first saw Shalimar. And she is like, yeah. she's the president of the El Maestro <laughs> fan club, essentially. Okay. Uh, so pretty much, I yeah. could hear her screaming El Maestro, and, and uh, I'm sure her husband was sing- screaming it too. And uh, um, I'll talk more about her, her later. We have, we have some cool stuff okay. to say. Um, <clears throat> so, of course, Harpsichord Solo uh, went into Melanie. And um, right. after the show in Temecula, I said to to Jeff and Adriana and Scott, hey, did you guys hear the meow? And they all said, no, I never heard the meow. Um, so they listened very closely. Or actually, I don't know. At least Jeff had never heard it. Um, okay. Scott may have heard it, actually, before. But so they were all listening very closely for the meow at this show. And I reminded them when when the harpsichord solo started, and they all heard it, and they loved it. So they were very happy to hear <laughs> nice. that. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that's very subtle, so you may have missed it. Uh, but if if you're listening for it, once you hear it, then you cannot no longer right. not hear it. I remember the first time I heard, it, I was like, "Did I just hear a meow, or did I imagine that?" Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think we both heard it at the same the same time. So I, it might have been the first time they Vermont, did it. Vermont, yes. I think is what I'm thinking. Uh, I I don't remember, Berlin's but yes, um, that may Perhaps. be the first time I remember hearing it, but. Um, there were fingernail lights during Melanie, and <laughs> okay. um, I was really happy because from my seat, I had a good view of Bermuda, and it's really oh cool particular to right. have a seat where you can see Bermuda, so I was, I was happy right, about right, that, right. and I definitely took advantage of the fact, and I, I watched Bermuda a lot uh, during the show, to make up for all the times where I, I don't get to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to read what I wrote. There's a lot here. There's a lot squished into this page. Um, uh, I'm not sure where this came in, but, but Al said something like, you can't have too many musicians on a white stripes pastiche. Uh, but then he said goodbye to Miles and Ruben, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) And then he said, oh, don't worry. They'll be back. And I think after he said that, oh, they were sort of walking as if they were sad. So after he said that, um, Al said, you know, the next song is about the greatest person alive or, or something. And then Bermuda started the drums. Um, but I guess that's not when Al wanted to start the song. So he said something to the extent to Bermuda of, that's why you do backup or something. I don't know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Al was a little Al's feisty. throwing out the zingers this show. Wow. <laughs> so then he talked about being at a party in Encino and, you know, People mentioned Gandhi, Confucius, Martin Luther King, and of course, he didn't say it like this, but Da Vinci. Uh, but all of his friends are idiots because uh, it is, of course, CNR, uh, Charles mm. Nelson Riley. Um, so uh, during during this part, after he said, um, "Giddy up, Gene," uh, 
I mentioned how earlier in the California run, Al said, like, giddy up, giddy up. And one time he didn't say anything. Well, this time he's, he's like, during that part, he said, Gene Rayburn, giddy up. <laughs> so Al's <laughs> nice. sort of switching it up and, and saying different stuff. Um, and I'm a huge match game fan, so it was nice to hear oh, yeah. Gene Rayburn's full name. Um, oh, yeah. And then after the song, um, Miles came back, and Al said, See, he came back. He was fine. Uh, So then Al said that, you know, this tour is to showcase this amazing band. Um, He talked about his anniversary with Bermuda was, um, you know, on um, September 14th, just earlier that week. Right. Um, And then he said, uh, Ruben, I met on Grindr. And Ruben <laughs> had perfectly timed pouring water in his mouth, and he did a spit take. <laughs> love it. I love it. It was really great. And then he started yelling at Al. He's like, you don't call me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Al said, um, uh, Miles have known since he was a baby. And he talked about how uh, in the Amish Paradise music video, uh, him and his brother Ian are holding up the porn mag. Uh, right. zine magazine and he also mentioned how miles had told him um um that it feels like playing with a band of uncles what like he had said the <laughs> other night and then he said jim i met in prison <laughs> Love it. but he did not go into any sort of bestiality accusations or anything he just said we met in prison <laughs> And we decided if we both got out, we'd start a lounge band and that this would be the first song that we'd play. <laughs> so pretty interesting how um, how different it was from any of the other ones and also how different right. it was from Santa um, or Paso Robles. So um, right. it was uh, it was great. So it was Dare to be Stupid, of course, the lounge version. Um, I suppose it was the prison fantasy version. I don't, <laughs> prison fan- I'm going to call it the prison fantasy version. <laughs> okay. Uh, officially. Because <laughs> um, he didn't hear it. Because usually it's, we heard this and we're going to recreate it for you. And this oh, was, right, right. This was, this is, the... this is what we were going to play if we, when we started a lounge band. So that's why I'm saying prison that's fantasy. That's right. Th- that is a little, yeah, that is different. I, I definitely, I mean, I don't know if he's done that at any other show, but definitely the uh, first time I'm hearing, you know, where he actually did say, this is a song they I walked in on, right. you know, the yep. Jim and and Steve performing, and uh, but yes, this is the first time. Mm, interesting. So nice little change in the story there. Um, so during Derby Stupid, Dave, you'll be happy to know that myself and Scott, uh, we both volunteered with our left hands. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> and it was a it was a good rendition, and then. Uh, then did you go out to the parking lot and fight it out to see who got to be the volunteer? <laughs> well, Dave, let's not uh, spoil anything. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, so then uh, Bermuda and um, uh, Miles got up and he said, are you ready to rock? And he said, well, unfortunately, <laughs> the rhythm section left. So I think uh, I think we should do a power ballad. What do you think, Jim? And Jim said, yeah, we don't need those guys for that. and uh uh they went into you don't love me anymore and nice uh, i believe i oh when al in the song he says piranhas like plural but i think the word piranha is plural in and of itself like 
you know, deer or, <laughs> or moose. <laughs> okay. So I think I was just, I think that note that I, I'm looking at right now is just pointing out that uh, the the plural, piranhas <laughs> in the bathtub. It could just be, she put piranha in the back bathtub again. Um, and Al did treat us to a fake out. He picked up the ratchet uh, <laughs> as if he was going to play it and then put it down um, as he you know, has in, in previous tours, uh, pretended to play a guitar. Um, so he got <laughs> almost ratchet. Got some ratchet. So, Hey, I saw the ratchet. Ratchets. I was like, Ooh, I know what the that ratchet. Means. Oh yeah. That's a little uh, teaser for potentially what's coming up. Nice. And then, uh, so then miles and, uh, Bermuda came back and, uh, Al said, we got our rhythm section back. So we can rock again. He says, Miles, are you amenable to rocking? And Mike said, I'm amenable. <laughs> and he said, Jim. And uh, Jim said, that is a viable option. We shall proceed. <laughs> nice. So very, very silly. Uh, and then, of course, they went into young, dumb, and ugly. And um, you'll be happy to know that Al took a picture of Jim. He took a picture of the audience. Then he took a picture of Miles, and then he did something I've never seen him do. Al took a selfie. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, uh, very, during the uh, the music break in Young, Dumb, and Ugly. So, then Al, uh, after the song, picked up his accordion, and he said, uh, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. It's hard to know whom to believe. And uh, so, I trust America's number one most trusted news source, the Weekly Midnight Star. Midnight Star. And you would have thought that, um, you know, Santa Clarita is mentioned in Midnight Star or something because it was a huge reaction from the audience. Really? Yeah. I was surprised. I guess it's just a lot of, uh, you know, in 3D fans um, in the audience. (laughs) And uh, yeah, huge reaction from Midnight Star. Um, And it was great. I don't have anything uh, else, but I just, I was so floored by how big the reaction was that that is my uh, solo note for the, my sole note for Midnight Star. Big reaction. Um, Maybe maybe they're, uh, maybe they're the home to the Incredible Frog Boy. That could be true. That could be true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then Al said uh, the next song he's going to play is a Zydeco song. He said, uh, you know, people confuse it with, ah. uh, you know, polka. Uh, polka more has Eastern European origins where Zydeco has a Cajun New Orleans based. And he said that um, <laughs> 60%, he said the way to tell is that 60% of uh, polkas are either about fat girls or drinking beer. And he said <laughs> that 90% of Zydeco songs are about Pearl Jam lead singer Eddie Vedder. Ah. So <laughs> I think you can guess what was next. Uh, my baby's in love with Eddie Vedder. With yes. And that was, again, checking off another one on my Am I Gonna Get to Hear Miles J play every you know normal rotating song. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, a new. I wish I knew what he said better, but he said something like, "He, I think he said, I'm a huge fan of horror, and um, you know, my favorite movie is not The Shining, it's not Carrie, it's not Three Men and a Baby. My favorite horror movie is one that has not been written yet, but perhaps someday, 
And then he went into Nature Trail to Hell. Nature Trail to Hell, yes. <laughs> we knew the ratchet was going to come into play. The well, ratchet is back, yes. Well, I got to tell you, Nature Trail to Hell is already like a highlight oh, for sure. me whenever I see it. I know you feel Absolutely. strongly about it. But uh, I have absolutely. to tell you that um, Bermuda was just, I, I made the note, Bermuda absolutely killing it. Um, it was He was just great. He was killing it on the drums. The lights on his cymbals, you know, the red lights were like reflecting really cool. And I had, like I said, I had a great view of Bermuda. So I just was really loving um, Nature Show the Hell, seeing Bermuda. Of course, seeing him, yeah. uh, you know, do the screams is great. But my attention was ripped away from Bermuda during the screams because, um, <laughs> so Miles during that part where the ratchet and the, the screams go back and forth, Miles was yeah. sort of um, picking up his bass while playing it, moving it like he was holding a chainsaw and like cutting. Oh, wow. <laughs> so cool. So he's like holding it as if he's like cutting, but he's still playing. And I don't know. It was incredible, Dave. Sounds cool. I'd like to love this to see that. That sounds cool. Yeah. So. To ch- I'm trying to trying to picture what you mean by cutting like a chain his base like a chainsaw, but so like you know how you hold a cha- you would hold a chainsaw with two hands and you'd sort of like um, the blade end you sort of like move up and down. Yeah. So that's kind of how he was holding the base. He sort of was using like the uh, the long part of the base as the blade. He was just sort of like holding it. Like if you cut through a piece of a log, you're going to kind of go slowly down and then pick it back up. Like if you're chopping logs with a chainsaw. So he was sort of doing yeah. it as if he was like butchering Bermuda, I gotcha. guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, okay. That's the best I can do. Um, so not only was nature shell to hell really cool with the lights, really good with Bermuda, miles doing some fun stuff, Al doing good screaming right at the end. Um, Al's mic cut out for a second and then it sort of ended weird. And so Al said, that was a brand new ending to this one. We're still working on that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And so I'll give a little bit of a spoiler. Um, I did speak to Ruben after the show. And one of the things he asked me was if Al hadn't mentioned that the ending was screwed up in nature, child to hell, would you guys have noticed and I said, yeah, I, I noticed, but I've also been to 30 plus shows. <laughs> right. So I don't think everyone in the audience necessarily would have known it was screwed up. Um, but I I knew it was screwed up. So sorry, Ruben. <laughs> he thought he uh, thought he, he thought that if Al hadn't said anything, nobody would have noticed, but um I noticed. At least at least one person. At least noticed. me. I'm sure Jeremy Samples noticed, who was also there, uh, <laughs> who I hadn't seen at this point. Um, I'm sure Jeff and Scott and Adriana knows, but it was still great. And it was, it was just kind of a unique thing. And I can't even describe how it ended weird. It just sort of, it was different. And I, (laughs) something went wrong and it was just different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't bad. It was just different. And it, it, gotcha. All right. Can't describe it. Uh, so Al then said, you guys like country music? Here's one for you. And, uh, you know, country is uh, Jamaica and played by me a condo. <laughs> Afterwards, yep. he said, that's the end of the cultural appropriation portion of the show. <laughs> and then he said, I've got mixed feelings about this next one. It, you know, it's a bit, uh, or I've got mixed feelings about the, uh, the biopic because it's a bit redundant because I already wrote a song all about ah, my life. Yes. Albuquerque. Nice. Love it. 
so after the uh, oh boy, <laughs> so a- after transvestite the, uh, with a flock of seagulls, did he stop? He did, but before that, um, after oh. the the tray table parts, so after the plane ride where Al does that laugh, yeah. he did like a really extended laugh, like ha 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 ha, and he just kept going and then ended it by coughing. Huh. So. <laughs> So that was pretty unique. He did do the uh, um, the apology. Okay. When he <laughs> when he does the line, uh, uh, um, he gave me a colonic irrigation. Yes, indeed, you better believe it. When he yes. said colonic irrigation, he kind of scooped his hand up with one finger up, <laughs> like whoop, <laughs> which is pretty unique. Um, wow. Okay. I hadn't seen him do that before. Um, for the uh, donuts, he did 25, and that included Dingleberry, and then, of course, the mm. tried-and-true Holly Berry and Chuck Berry, uh, but 25. Okay. The pet names, Sweetie Pumpkin, Honey Muffin, Lovey Boo Boo, and Sugar <laughs> Gazebo. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard him say sugar gazebo before. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember that one. And then uh, the part where gazebo. <laughs> um, where he does, where Jim does the guitar solo. I think I've seen him do this before, but Alex sort of says guitar solo and points at Jim uh, for that part. Yeah. During the, uh, um, I put out, you know, part-time job at the Sizzler. I put out the grease fire with my face. Uh, while he was like saying all that stuff, Miles was like reacting in real time as if he was hearing the story, <laughs> which was pretty funny. So, like, when, you know, put out the grease fire with my face, Miles like looked horrified. <laughs> um, Love it. And then when Al, when Al um, got to the part where he lost his place, uh, Miles was sort of like mouthing to him, uh, like like where he was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of course, they they still restarted. Um, okay. And after Al said, uh, "So my dream came true. I won a first class." Like right, dream came true um, is where he went back to the end of the song. Okay. And then, oh, it looks like I wrote down an Ethan suggestion. I don't remember this. So, oh. um, if Frank could uh, get the. The song ready from Zeb. It was, Ethan, you know, it's been a while since we've had an Ethan suggestion. You I, did not have one. I don't probably, think on the last two episodes. That's probably what uh, what I was thinking. I was like, I better come up with an Ethan suggestion. <laughs> so here is the Ethan suggestion. It's Ethan suggestions. Uh, so Ethan's suggestion is, you know, how Al's been sort of silly and starting over the show and bringing emo back and stuff. What if? he just loses his place twice and he just starts it twice. Like he gets to a point <laughs> where he's like, you know, first class one way. Ah, oh, I lost my place again. <laughs> like, that would be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. Um, that would be funny. Yeah. So that is an Ethan good. suggestion. I mean, it's just a joke, but um, it still would be funny to hear. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna build on the Ethan suggestion and say uh, not just any old random spot where he forgets a second time he makes it all the way through the song a second time <laughs> and forgets it in the same exact spot again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I'd like both of those. 
I want to hear both of those. <laughs> At that point, I think the band will uh, turn around and murder Al for making him play this uh, 14 minute song or whatever it is twice. <laughs> that would be really funny. Um, but it would be hilarious. Like, just cut a couple songs from the set and just play Albuquerque twice. <laughs> <laughs> and do different donuts and, like, change it, different pet names. Change and... it up a little bit. <laughs> Um, so the, this was great. So well, it would be even funnier if he did exactly the same. That yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, and, we're, we're giving you plenty of ideas. If if you're listening to this weird hour, we're giving you plenty of ideas for free. For Ethan's the suggestion. Only, the only uh, payment we will <laughs> expect to receive is that we're going to take credit for it if you do it, and we're going to let people know. <laughs> So, um, so then it came time for the fake uh, being backstage waiting for um, the encore, and this was great because um, Al is is usually he's his is pretty down to a science that once you've seen it once you've seen them all. Uh, essentially, Al does the like you know on his phone and wiping his face and armpits and stuff. Well, it was different this time because um, Al leaves his spot and emo comes out. <laughs> Wearing oh. a bathrobe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holding a chessboard. <laughs> what? And Al starts playing chess with Emo at the back of the stage. Just sort of like Al did a couple moves and then Emo left. <laughs> that was wow. awesome. Um, and, and after Al made like a move, uh, Ruben was was like shaking his finger like no that was not a good move Al. <laughs> <laughs> now um the most entertaining that was great but the most entertaining yeah. of the other uh band members was Bermuda. Bermuda's always looking for new things to do with his towel. Well so this time <laughs> he squats he kneels down on the ground and he starts shining Jim's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a shoe shine and he pretends spits on the shoe and starts oh. polishing it <laughs> that's great it was amazing it was just so fun and then of course bermuda was uh cleaning the chimes and um al came back and he asked for an audience request and the most prominent one that i heard was some guy yelled out albuquerque <laughs> <laughs> love it so that guy sort of was building on the ethan and dave suggestion yes he was uh, <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard that, that before someone <laughs> requesting the song requesting a song that just, just was performed <laughs> moments before I mean, i've certainly heard people suggest or request albuquerque um right prior to it have been <laughs> right. played or <laughs> have it um, not been played before yes <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Okay, so let's see if I if I got this right. I'm sorry, but he's he, you know, the the request that Al hears is, oh, you want to hear a Randy Newman song as performed by 703 pop group Three Dog Night, and the song was "Mama Told Me Not to Come," aka "Mama Told Me." Uh, that was the cover song. I'm not sure what the 703 thing means. Um, <clears throat> And at I the at the end, um, Mama told me not to come by Three Dog Night. Is that what it, cool. is that what's by, or is it by Randy Newman? I don't know. Uh, well, we're not the people to ask about this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but 
Anyway, um, after you're asking this, a lot of, again, you're asking a lot of for, for intern Frank here. At the end of the uh, song, um, Al started whistling briefly, like as part of the song, which was pretty interesting. And um, then I guess before the the song finished, people started clapping, and Al put his finger up like, "It's not over. <laughs> Stop clapping." <laughs> and then they finished the song. <laughs> um, so then Al said, "Thanks for the support. Thanks for coming out." Big thanks to Miles for filling in this week. And uh, they came for um, one last song. Before you get to that last song, I just want to tell you what uh, Frank has, to- has uh, told me about Mama Told Me Not to Come. It was uh, Randy Newman uh, originally re- wrote the song, but it was covered by Three Dog Night. Okay, so, so Al was covering the cover version. Okay, so that makes sense. Does it say anything <laughs> about 703, Frank? Can you ask him? 703? 703? Pop? What does that mean? 703 pop group? I, maybe 70s pop group? Oh, yeah, maybe. Because Three Dog Night was uh, around yeah, that's in definitely the early like 70s. A, that could have been an S. Yep, okay. It's not 703. <laughs> By 70s okay. pop group, that makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah, because three, three Dog Night was definitely uh, big in the early seven, late 60s, okay. early 70s. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've solved that mystery. We're still working on uh, Norm's sauce. Um, <laughs> but okay, so then Al ended the show with the Unplugged Medley, which of course featured Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and the Yoda Champ. But I have a couple things that happened that I wanted to talk about. Um, Dave, do you recall back in Lancaster, I think it might have been the second show, uh, I don't think it was both of them, uh, but it, what happened there happened again, and there were the star curtains lit up. Oh, yes, yes. Was that just at one Lancaster show? Oof. Here. I'm not sure. Digging in um, my memory banks. Uh, but there were... Yes, it was It was just at the second of the Lancaster okay, shows. Okay, that's what I thought. So, star curtains, I don't know... I don't know what the story is, why they, they sometimes show up, if it's like they have the venue thing or they only put it up at the yeah. time. But this was only the second time out of 30-something shows, this tour, that I've seen it. And uh, so the star curtains, they turned on, they were green stars for Yoda. And um, once the Yoda it. chant started, um, the stars turned off. But during the Yoda chant, when they got to the part where Al goes like, check, check! They turned back on, but this time they were rainbow stars. Ooh. So that was really cool. Then I think the stars went off and back on again at some point after the show ended. I have written down after that more stars and more stars. So (laughs) I'm not sure what happened there, but I do have that the show ended at 1042. Ooh. That's a uh, long, long show. Yeah, it was. It was a long show. I guess. I think you started at. I don't remember. Eight forty-seven to ten forty-two. That's yeah, almost, almost two hours. hours. Wow. Um, it was a great show, and uh, I do have some stuff to um, to report on at the end of the concert uh, after the okay. show. But I don't know if if uh, if we want to do Dave's pick of the night. Oh yeah, we can do Dave's pick of the night. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, again, based having not seen any of these, but based entirely on your description, uh, there were there were <laughs> there were two things that three things that stood out to me, but I don't think you're going to allow me to pick one of them. Uh, okay, 
It's definitely the uh, emo coming out and playing chess with Weird Al. Was <laughs> yeah. definitely uh, not allowed to would have been that. up there. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if it's a it's a it's my it's my non song pick of the night so far at least. Okay. That's for okay. sure. Uh, let's see, uh, but. Um, Nature Trail to Hell is in contention. Uh, you mentioned how uh, you, Bermuda was killing it on the drums and the whole Miles somehow playing his bass guitar like a chainsaw. And the, uh, <laughs> the weird ending. <laughs> it sounds interesting to me. And the really weird ending, which I don't know what it is, but it's somehow a weird different ending, yeah. uh, which you said was not a bad thing, a good thing. So that that's good. Yeah. Um, and then my other song is in contention would have been Albuquerque, uh, just for all the wackiness that was uh, going on in it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I, I didn't really take good notes for that, but... Uh, uh, Miles doing weird faces, Miles yeah, mouthing the, to him. Uh, sugar gazebo guitar solo. <laughs> I'm just flipping through my notes. Colonic irrigation <laughs> with the finger, like whoop. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. So I'm gonna guess that. Oh, I have to pick one of those two. Well, yeah, I'm probably gonna pick. Although Mama told me not to come, that sounds like that would be amazing to hear live. Uh, well, before you reveal it, be sure to. You know, tell Frank. Yes, I know. I'm still, still, still deciding, Frank. Hold your horses, Frank. <laughs> All right. Well, Frank's uh, getting. He's starting to get sore holding his finger over the play button. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, Frank wants me to make a decision. That, that well, you could make the decision while Frank. the song plays, Dave. Of course. <laughs> or do you want me to make the decision for you? <laughs> No, let, let's go with uh, let's go let's go let's go with the theme song here, Frank. Oh no, Frank! What'd you do, <laughs> Frank? Dave's pick of the night. <laughs> I still don't know which one it is. Oh, no. I should flip a coin. It's only four <laughs> seconds long, Dave. Do you want it again? <laughs> Play it again, Frank. <laughs> it's Dave. For real this time. <laughs> Can't be Dave's pick of the night. He doesn't know where his coin is. All right. Pick the one in know. your I, heart that you would I, have gone with. It's tough. I, I probably would have gone with Nature Child to Hell. All right. Let's see. It's Ethan's prediction of Dave's pick of the night. And uh, I'm so glad you went with that, Dave, because Nature Trail to Hell <laughs> was the one I went with. I did struggle uh, a little bit because there was some other, you know, unique things that happened during the show. Um, I wasn't sure if the star curtains were going to sway you. Um, uh, yeah, you know, they were they were contention. The, the, yeah. the whole the whole prison fantasy, uh, yep. dare to be stupid version, sounded interesting to me as well. The big reaction on Midnight Star, you know, I know you like. Yeah, that song. that's another one that that uh, Al taking a selfie. That, during... Had I probably had I been there, that might have that might have swayed me a little bit. But it's it's hard to know what big reaction is when you're not there. Right. You know? Yes, yeah, it's, it's hard to describe. Um, right. But yeah. So okay. So I got yeah. That one nature right. Trail Finally, to Hell. I got that. I got one right again. <laughs> um, I know you like Nature Trail to Hell, and I do like Nature Trail. To Hell. I, I really. You know, knowing you and knowing what you like, you would have loved seeing um, 
what Miles was doing. You would have loved hearing that yeah. like weird ending. Uh, yeah. So maybe a video or a recording will show up online of that or something. Ah, uh, that Because so I, I can't describe it to you. I just I don't know how to. Um, but um, cool. So that was the concert. It was a lot of fun. Um, nice. Let's see. Um, after the show, I spotted someone who looked just cheap. Well, she was wearing the exact outfit from Tacky. The the pink shirt <laughs> and the love it. What is it? The houndstooth, the yellow and black. Like it was oh, the, yeah, the yellow and black I, uh, identical pants. Yeah, yeah. to what Al was wearing. This this uh, woman, I believe her name was Amy, had, and we did get a picture with her. Um, Sweet. And I believe her, uh, the guy who was with her. I don't know their relationship. We didn't talk too long. Uh, his name was Damon, so it was really nice to meet them. Um, there was an inside joke I had with Shalimar. Um, online where she was asking if anyone you know she lives kind of far uh far nor- farther north um so she was like oh can anyone uh pick me up and i i said to shalimar like why don't you try to pick me up let's see if you're strong enough <laughs> so uh <laughs> like right after i took a picture the group picture with amy shalimar tried to pick me up <laughs> physically and pick you up physically nice. pick me up and and she uh she was unsuccessful <laughs> Oh, um, and well. uh, so then, um, I, what I wanted to mention about Shalimar as well is earlier in the night, uh, I think before the concert, Shalimar had made brand new um, bracelets uh, that say uh, Ruben and and El Maestro on them, and oh, nice. she did give us some bracelets back, I believe, in Bakersfield or one of those Santa Barbara maybe. Um, but so she had brand new ones. And so I was like, Oh, can I, can I get an extra one to give Dave? And she's like, here, take a couple. So she gave me a bunch. So I was able to give one to like, um, to, to Jeff. I was able to give one to uh, Adriana. I gave them to a bunch of people who I saw there. Um, and I definitely have some for you, Dave. So they're really cool. Um, thank you. And, uh, yep. She wanted me to help. Can't can't wait to see them. Oh, there's nice. Um, and of course she was there with her husband, Robert. And, um, She said uh, that uh, she was planning to say hi to Ruben after the show uh, in the parking lot. And um, unfortunately, uh, during the show, Adriana wasn't feeling too great. I think after uh, eating at um, <laughs> uh, oh, Saugus no. Cafe, uh, maybe the, uh, the, pie, the mama's homemade rhubarb pie uh, wasn't <laughs> sitting right. So her and Jeff went to, uh, to the car and Scott and I went to... Um, over by the bus where Shalimar and Robert were. And we got to hang out with Ruben for a little bit. That's where he asked me about the nature trail ending. Right. And uh, it was, it was great to, uh, to see him and hang out a little bit and hear about the tour. And then nice. at one point he's like, he's like, I can't hang out with you guys too long. I'm supposed to be back on the bus by, I don't remember what time he said, like 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever. And then we're like, Ruben, it's like 10, 15 or 11, 15. He's like, Oh crap. <laughs> so he ran <laughs> off. <laughs> And uh, so it was really nice. Yeah, it was it was a good show. Um, you know, good friends, good company, um, great songs performed. Sweet. And I believe, um, without looking at the the notes for the next show, which maybe I can just look at because they're over here. Um, I believe that um, there were only two songs that I needed to hear to have heard all of the regular rotating songs performed by miles. Um, so we'll have to see on the next show, 
um, the next episode if I got those last two or if I yeah I'm excited uh, I'm excited to, to to hear what those last two are because I've certainly not been keeping track but uh, uh yeah and you also got the uh, and we talked about it obviously in a previous episode but you also got to hear the uh, bonus take me down yes uh, with miles yes. on there so you, you got you got a great treat you got not only well missing two uh, so far songs but you got an extra bonus song in there and of course the cover songs as well yeah so i i um i'm excited to uh to report on that yeah, in the next if... episode for you dave and we'll find out if i if i made it or if i was close but no cigar uh <laughs> which i had I heard if that's one of the songs <laughs> it's not because we'd heard it we already talked about it uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> remember Al yeah so your next the... <laughs> um here we talked about it yes talked about it this this actually episode yes no but yeah so your next show is in that we're going to talk about is in thousand oaks california yes bank of america performing arts center uh on this timeline it is tomorrow uh yes. september 18th <laughs> <laughs> well cool That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 36 centimeter. Hello, my name is Ethan Ullman, and I am here to issue an apology to one Weird Al Yankovic. Maybe those of you listening have heard of him. Earlier in this bonus episode, I mentioned how Mr. Yankovic used the incorrect plural version of the word piranha in his song, You Don't Love Me Anymore. Upon further research, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the plural of piranha is either piranha or piranhas. I acknowledge that my false accusations have brought shame and disgrace on my family name for generations to come, that I do not get to come back tomorrow, nor will I receive a lousy copy of the home game, and that I am, in fact, a complete loser! Uh, Ethan. Hold on, Dave. Here, I want you to take this crowbar and just bash my head right in! Go ahead, just, just really bash my head right in! Ethan, you know I can't do that. You stole me five bucks. Besides... This is totally our intern Frank's fault, not yours. Oh, you're totally right, Dave. I 100% rescind my apology. Uh, but Dave, here's the crowbar still. You, you can go bash Frank. <laughs>